0: Every year, we try to do a little bit of analysis of what's going on in the venture capital market. I just wanna do a quick thank you before I start to Chung Su, who works with me uh, every year on this and has been a great intellectual sparring partner and a lot of the force behind uh, the data that we're looking at today. So is VC really still a thing? If you think about the last Year we heard so much about how ICOs and cryptocurrencies were gonna disrupt venture capital. And of course, we know that increasingly, there are articles saying founders wanna eschew venture capital. But this has always been the case because there's many businesses that were not designed for venture capital. And some people fear that venture capital as an industry is gonna be eaten alive by the SoftBank Vision Fund, by Sequoia, by Sovereign Wealth Funds, by all the dollars. And what I thought might be interesting is to take a closer look at the data and try to understand what's actually happening in the venture capital industry. So I wanna start with something that everybody knows. On the left hand side is financings going into startups and on the right hand side is this amount of dollars going into venture capital funds. And of course they're both up and to the right. And when I talk to LPs, I hear this um, concern that there's valuation creep and that there's too much cash coming into the ecosystem. So I thought it might be helpful to peel the onion back a little bit and look at where the dollars are going and what's happening with them. So I'm gonna start with pre-seed, which I think now is a well-defined market. Pre-seed are deals of a million dollars or less funded by VCs, and over an eight year period of time, it was up 600%, so 488 deals to 3,500 deals. But if you look at the last four years, it's actually declined by a third in the last four years. If you look at seed investing, one to $5 million checks, it's identical. Numbers are a little bit different, it's up 300% and has tailed off by 20%. If you look at the number of funds created, this is number of funds created, micro funds, funds of less than $100 million, it's up 2.2x over that period, and yet is off 30% over the last several years. So there's a very clear pattern in the data that I wanna describe. What is going on in the seed stage of investments? Well, the first thing you need to look at is Series A. Five to $10 million checks is almost flat over the same period of time. It's up 4% per year, 4% per year, less than two times over that entire period. Series B investment is also flat over the same period of time. So it's 5% CAGR over the same period of time. So one of the things that's happening on the left-hand side, this is from Sendana's data, on the left-hand side is the number of seed extension rounds. And seed extension rounds are increasing and we expect that to continue. If you look at the right-hand side, and all of these slides will be available on SlideShare, if you look at the right-hand side, that's the mean time to raising an A and it's nearly doubled. So what our observation is, is that the funnel at the bottom end for series A and series B is more or less static, and yet the funnel at the top end is widened by 3x. And that's leading to these seed extensions, that's leading to a delay of people going out to raise. Now, valuation creep is real. If you go back to 2006 when this chart starts, a series A was being done at about seven, seven and a half pre, and you fast forward, we know deals in that category would be done at 10, 11, 12 pre, just for first time founders, let's leave aside people who can uh, skip first base. Series B, valuation, also creep. However, When you look at the increase of fund sizes of Series A funds and Series B funds, and we know those fund sizes have gotten bigger, it maps very closely with ownership levels. And when we think about upfront ventures, this is exactly what's happened to us, is our fund sizes have gotten slightly bigger. We've kept firm on trying to have meaningful ownership because we take board seats and play an active role. And as an industry, you can see it's it's, it's tapered. So what I would like to do is now zoom out a bit and talk about why for the best VC funds, best pre-seed, best seed, best A, best B, we think the opportunity has never been bigger. You would expect me to say that? But let me at least share some data with you. So this is the data I started with. Fundings are up and to the right, we know that. But if you look at these three buckets, and I'm gonna explain them. On the left hand side are deals between 50 to 100 million. Of the 131 billion of financings, 20 billion of it were 50 to 100 million dollar rounds. The middle bucket are 100 million to a billion. 40 billion of the 131 is that bucket. And the final 21 billion is deals over a billion dollars raised in the round. So if you look at it, 61 billion is in deals above 100 million. 81 billion is in deals over 50 million. So what we actually think is happening is the IPO window has been pushed out five or six years. Best companies used to IPO 15, 18, 20 years ago in a six to eight year window. That's why there were 10 year funds. I mean, maybe funds should just be called 15 year funds uh, now. But it's been pushed out. And this is just some data for you, and again, we'll supply this on SlideShare. If you look at Salesforce and Google, five years and six years respectively for going public, eBay and Amazon were slight anomalies because it was the dot-com era. But if you look at the red, seven million raised in private for eBay, nine million raised for Amazon, 65 for Salesforce, and 35 for Google. That's all they raised before they went public. And if you look at the private market valuations left to right, 23 million, 60 million, 355 million, 100 million, that was their last marker. It's crazy, right? Now let's look at the current cohort Uber, Airbnb, Slack, 20 billion, 4.5 billion, 1.2 billion, 5 billion, 1.7 billion. But this is really that phenomenon. These are what we increasingly at Upfront are calling private market IPOs. And if you look at their valuation, it's similar. So we looked at the data and said, what if Salesforce, Google, and Amazon had IPO'd at year 12? I'm not gonna take all the value that they've accrued, which by the way is $1.63 trillion in the public markets. But if you just take 12 years, there would have been $198 billion more captured in the private market than in the public market. Just these three companies. If you plot, the amount of mega deals, there was uh, 198 deals of more than $100 million in the private market. And then you plot that below against IPOs, you can see IPOs are down. So it's this private market IPO. If you look at the number of companies that raised at a billion dollars or more, 54 of them, just last year. So here's the data as we like to slice it. If you look at the bottom, the blue, is what we would consider classic venture capital. That's even up to $50 million rounds. That includes up to $50 million rounds has only grown 14% per annum. And if you look at the gray, it's grown 60%, whereas just in 2013, five years ago, five and a half years ago, only 13% of financings were 100 million or more and it's now half of the entire market, half. And this is broken out, you can see this, we cut the line after 2013 because it's really stark, 2014 and on, just how many fundings were 100 million dollars or more. So we like to think of three distinct markets. The seed market, series A, traditional investors, series B, are moving a little bit later and skipping out on the art of the start. And that market is now really well established by micro VCs who have a different set of skills and focus and relationships. Venture capital, which I call scale or bust, we know that 20% of our investments drive 80% of our returns and we know we have a higher mortality rate than later stage. But we also have distinct skills relative to growth capital, relative to private IPOs, and We think those are very distinct markets and will stay very distinct. So why the value capture, people who get into the best deals, the best VCs getting into the best deals are raising companion funds, that's no surprise. SPVs, they're raising opportunity funds, they're raising large growth funds, and that's because there's so much value to be captured if you're in a Robinhood, if you're in a Slack So no, VC is not dead. But I just wanna do very brief thoughts on why we think there's even more upside going forward. On the left hand side is US internet users. On the right hand side is global. The size of the venture capital market, how much money went into VC in 1999 was 53 billion. 2018, 55 billion. Very similar market sizes. So a lot of people want to make the comparison to 1999, but 1999 there were 100 million internet users in the US and only 250 million global. So you're talking the same dollars for an enormously larger opportunity. If you look at connection speeds, we are now 400 times faster. 400 times faster and you think about what opportunities that has created. What's up here is smartphone penetration. In 1999, there was no smartphone. And now we're at 72% penetration in the US and almost two-thirds globally. We all have computers in our pockets. And of course we're all social and we're living with some of the downsides of that. But what I have plotted here is 99 no social networks maybe they were starting, 2013 and today, where you have 2.3 billion people on Facebook, where you have one billion people on Instagram, one billion people on WeChat, 326 million monthly actives on Twitter, and 186 on Snapchat. The big idea for me is that when something works, when Airbnb works, when Casper works, it's not just venture capital, it's the fact that everybody tells everybody and that people adopt things much quicker than they have ever in human history because of our connective tissue. What is most often overlooked is a concept called purchase friction. If you go back 15 years where we didn't have all our credit cards linked, where we didn't have ACH, where we didn't have banks linked, When I have to make a cognitive decision, do I really need that 99 cent sword? Do I really need my subscription? Very big churn in terms of people's willingness to purchase. Single click to purchase, reduced purchase friction, is one of the reasons we believe why e-com and other categories are growing so fast. So this is the number of people across Alipay, Amazon, PayPal, Apple, that are one click away from buying products. And of course, we look at how networks have changed over time 400 times faster. The predictions for 5G are anywhere between 100X greater than today. Some people are saying 1000X greater than today. Let me even take 50X greater than today. Let me take 25X greater than today. Just imagine how this is gonna change, how information flows throughout our system. So what does it all mean? Traditional seed and VC, we believe, is more valuable than ever. If you have a great firm that gets into the best deals, because more value is being captured in the private market. And as the value shifts from publics, most of that money will shift into late stage financings where the skill sets are more akin to public market investing, but we believe still creates distinct markets for A and B and C and seed and pre-seed, and we think those will remain uh, distinct. And we now have broadband, mobile, social, one-click-to-buy platforms. And the pace of technology innovation, not just the networks, but increasingly AI that is allowing more businesses to be created and computers taking over, we're gonna hear later today from Kai-Fu Lee, one of the leading experts globally on AI, but focused Uh, also on China, and I think you will find that our industry has enormous opportunities going forward. So yeah, I think VC is still a thing. Thank you.